When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Perfect segue to hear from this man. Pommy and Oz, Mr. Dan Williams, we're going to preview what's going to be a cracking game between my Arsenal and his Manchester United. A very good morning to you, uh, Pommy, and uh, how, how are the nerves? How are the exci- how's the excitement? It's going to be... It's going to be a big one. It's like back in the halcyon days between Ferguson and, and Wenger. Arsenal versus Manchester United, first versus third, will have direct implications on the title race. What a game. It's, it's set up, isn't it, as well? It's set up. There's the subplots happening already. You know, Casemiro misses through suspension. It's a, bit, it's a big game, isn't it? I mean, we haven't seen a game between our two sides like this for a long, long time. No. It feels like almost a lifetime. Yes, it does. It definitely does. I mean, and this is, but this is what both these teams have, you know, this is what we have been accustomed to as part of the, as part of the history of both Arsenal and Manchester United for the last, for the last seven to eight to nine years. It is, it has not been that way with Manchester City, Chelsea, and, and more recently Liverpool dominating not only the the English scene, but the European scene as well. And, uh, you know, Arsenal and Manchester United have sort of been left in in their wake, but um, there seems to be a little bit of a a changing of the guard at the moment under these two, you know, sprightly managers, uh, Eric Ten Hag for Manchester United and uh, and Mikel Arteta for for Arsenal. And it it has made the Premier League um, almost irresistible to watch this season. It has, and both teams have gone through a very similar backstory, haven't they? Lost a long-standing manager, and mm-hmm. with it, part of their DNA, and you would argue probably part of the passion and pride kind of died a little bit. Um, both sides have gone through periods where they've kind of looked like the shell of their former sides, and it seems to be coming back, doesn't it? It seems both both of the Bears are waking up out of their cave and surveying the land and looking to reclaim it, and it's 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 an exciting game, isn't it, as well? Because it, it, it has huge implications. Do you know what I mean? You'd imagine if United get this, mm. it's it's almost the top four is locked away yep. it's psychologically for them. They'll feel that, you know what, we're in there now. We've got the gap from Spurs. Arsenal, they win it and shut with that game in hand. Suddenly, do you know what I mean? Arsenal starting to think, it, it, is it the title ours? So it's a real exciting game. Lots of subplots there and two sides as well that play contrasting styles as well, which makes it even more exciting, I feel. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. I mean, Mikel Arteta's Arsenal will, will clearly look to get on the on the front foot, dominate possession, dominate the passing lanes, um, you know, dominate as much as they can on the ball. But um, conversely, Eric Ten Hag has, has made this Manchester United uh, squad and, and team absolutely brutal and, and efficient on, on the counter-attack. And it is, Pommy, it's, it's two contrasting styles. It's, it's, it's a, movable, a movable object meets unstoppable force this weekend, to use, to use a cliche. But uh, I, I, think it's, I think we're set for, for an absolutely cracking game. It's just a shame that Casemiro is not, not going to be part of it because I think, and, and for anyone and, and for the neutral, you want, you want the best players for both teams, all available and all ready to play in, in such big games. But... I think regardless, Eric Ten Hag has, has not 
played mind games, but just tried tried to instill a bit of confidence in in the Red Devils by saying that, you know, we 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 were able to beat the Gunners last time we played them without Casemiro, without Casemiro starting three one. So that would no doubt give, I think, his charges some some confidence going into the game, but might just delay some of the fears that that some of the the uh, the supporters of, of Manchester United may have coming into this game. It's it, it's an interesting one, and I, I did find it quite funny that Ten Hag did mention Casemiro because I, I don't know if he forgets, but he did actually make his uh, he had ten minutes that game. He came on really late, so I don't know if uh, Ten Hag just totally forgot <laughs> that that was one of Casemiro's first games for the United, but. Um, he didn't play in it in that game. And, I mean, I'm not worried because, I mean, yes, Casemiro's a big loss, but people are forgetting we have got the Scottish Perler, McTominay, <laughs> to come in. And everyone who knows me knows I'm a huge fan of big Scotty boy. You know what I mean? We, we affectionately call him the Scottish Perler. So, I mean, he will slide in with that role and um, be alongside Ericsson, you'd presume. But, I mean, I think what's really interesting about this game is Arsenal, uh, one of the fastest starters in the league. Yep, uh, it's where Arsenal are the mo- and where United have been the most vulnerable this season. Early doors, yep. particularly early into Ten Hag's, but twelve goals in the first thirty minutes. Um, the joint record holders Arsenal are at the moment with Brighton, and twelve goals in the first fifteen minutes after half time. It's electric of how Arteta likes to start the game, and up against United, who have the most shots created from their own half and they lead that by a long way eight more than anyone else and that's going to be an exciting game because it is two philosophies two footballing philosophies that are going head to head and both United and Arsenal since game three have picked up the most points in the league 41 versus 39 so two of the most informed sides as well going head to head it should be a ripper it's all it's all written in the stars with it, it's, we're going back now. We're going back to the glory days. King versus Vieira. Henri van Nistelrooy. Do you know what I mean? It, it's what we want to see. It's what we pay money for. And hopefully this is the start of long term. This is what we see. Yeah, well, we've we have we've had a little bit of a hiatus. I mean, the rivalry has always been there. Let, let's, you know, that that's not that's never going to disappear. But it, it had kind of just waned away over the last couple of years with with both teams. I mean, realistically not being anywhere near a title race and now it's it's completely shifted and the wheel has turned in in favor of both the Red Devils and and Arsenal and it's it's what makes the Premier League great as you mentioned those 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 old rivalries and and between you know Keane and Vieira and I remember that Van, Van Nistelrooy penalty miss where Martin Keane got right into his face and it was on on for young and old I mean and we saw it we saw it between Arsenal and, and Spurs I mean albeit Tottenham probably not in a in a championship race at the moment but we saw a little bit of that spice and a little bit of that heat get back into the Premier League last weekend as well. And and obviously the scenes after the game with Arsenal goalkeeper Aaron, Aaron Ramsdale being kicked in the back, not not what we want to see. But prior to that, the the heat between both Arsenal and Tottenham, I hope we see something like that this weekend because that's what it's all about. Well, it seems to be coming back. I think two of the knocks, the knock I've always had on United, in particularly the last three years, is... There's no backbone, there's no spine, there's no willingness to die for that shirt. Felt like we had a lot of guys there for paychecks over the history. And to see them get a a please explain after the game because there was a tussle after the City game. Same with Arsenal versus Spurs. There seems to be a little bit of pride coming back, a Mm. a little bit of fighting for what you believe in. And this is 
he's really set up. It's we, we always say face styles make fights, but this is your Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. You've got Arsenal who will come on the front foot where United are playing the Floyd Mayweather role. They're quite happy to sit back, give up possession. What I love about Ten Hag is he's really adapted his system to suit who's good in the Premier League, Man City and now Arsenal, who do like to monopolise the ball. His game plan is built to be the antichrist of that. So it's really exciting. It's We haven't had it probably in the Premier League as well, I don't think, for a long time. The last time we've had something this exciting was probably Real Madrid versus Barca with Mourinho style mm. versus Peps. And we're kind of getting that back because I think that's what's exciting. You know, Eric Ten Hag probably didn't get the kudos because he was in Erda division. Yep. I think he's now proving a lot of people wrong that he is a football genius himself. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fair point too. And I think that the one thing that you've got to look at from, from his point of view, he was coming into a club that, you know, there, there are massive issues with fans and, and the ownership and, there, there, there are still, you know, there, there are still big, big voices, and and there's still a lot of fever pitch around, you know, the Glazers obviously, and 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 them shifting out of the club and and rescinding and, and selling the club and and giving up their ownership, but and it would have been tough for him to come in because you know you need boards to be stable, you need owners to be in a stable position to to be able to run and and function a club, but, you know, at an optimum level and and get them back up there too. And he's, as far as we know, I know it might be a little bit of a honeymoon period, but it seems to be a pretty sustainable way with which to, to approach games. And, and as, as he starts to understand how the system or how the Premier League works and, and the different types of players that he can strengthen the squad up with, we'll start to probably see a more advanced type of, you know, more advanced um, tactics from Ten Hag with regards to being a little bit more aggressive and, and, and on the front foot, I think. I think that's what's going to happen. He has to be back. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I think Arsenal kind of probably are the template for United. There was yep. people a couple of years ago saying Sack Arteta is out of his depth. And he's certainly shown that he's got the players in. He's got his system now. It's regimented. Very similar to what Ten Hag's done as well. The first thing that Arteta did was try and stop conceding crap goals. Yep. And that is one of the big changes at United. We ain't seeing us be our own worst enemy. And I think the biggest subplot for you and me, and this is what we have heated debates about, who's better, Rashford or Saka? Both guys well in form. Probably the two best wide players in England at the moment. Absolutely, And no we doubt. get to see these guys go to head-to-head. And that, again throwback to the Vieira days, that was the thing that you used to fight with Gunners fans about. Was Keane better than Vieira? <laughs> Van Nistelrooy versus Henri. Do you know what I mean? Earlier, Beckham versus Overmars. They're the stories that we've always had as football clubs, and we're starting to get that now. And how great is it that we've got two English homegrown talents going head-to-head for their respective sides as well? That's what we want in the Premier League too, and and that's what England, that's what English football wants as well. So, you know, Rashford, probably the more advanced of he and Shaq and, and Saka, just given he's a lot more experience in the Premier League and he's got, what, three to four years sort of age gap between the two. So, But Saka has been, I mean, he, he's, his body of work over the last two seasons, two and a half seasons, has been nothing short of a phenomenal. And he gets kicked and hacked and, you know, he, he isn't quite getting... He isn't quite getting the Saka fouls just yet. He, he's not He's not really being looked after by the referees, is he? But he just gets back up on his high horse and gets back on with it. Quickest way to earn, earn that kind of 
pass from the referees is just to get up and play on it. Yep. There is a, a hierarchy and there's a lot of David Beckham in him in, when I look at Saka. And what I mean by that is I remember David Beckham famously getting sent off versus Argentina in the quarters, Yep, um, was hated. We know Saka missed the penalty at the Euros, was abhorrent abuse mm-hmm. he was faced with. And he's come back and he's let that pain and that negativity drive him to another level. And now he's at heights that probably people didn't think he'd get. And he might look back at this and David Beckham talks about it was the best moment of his career, having that mistake of getting sent off because it made him focus on what he was good at, made him focus on the footy and let his football do the talking. And Saka's certainly making a lot of people who gave him abuse look mighty idiotic (laughs) because I tell you what, like you say, he's he's unplayable on his day, and that is something that United, particularly Luke Shaw, he's going to be down that flank. Yep. Luke Shaw's going to have a bit of a handful, and a, to a lesser extent, Varane as well. When he decides to cut inside, it's going to be it's going to be very exciting. We're looking forward to seeing Saka make Varane, you know, square up. I think that'll be a great little tussle between them two. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a big grin on my face for for this game. It's, I mean, I, I think this is. I know Casemiro's not playing, and and it's a shame because it would have been great to see he, uh, he um, and Bruno Fernandez and Christian Eriksen all together in that trio, coming up against Granit Xhaka, Thomas Partey, and Martin Odegaard. Um, we're not going to be able to see that, but as you said, Scott McTominay will probably slot into that role that Casemiro leads and leaves. And uh, I mean, this is let's be honest, this is the most anticipated game we're going to have in the Premier League to date. This season, this is what it's all about. Uh, Emirates Stadium is going to be is going to be rocking. Arsenal is going to have a chip on its shoulder because of what happened at Old Trafford earlier this season. Um, Manchester United will come in with the confidence, knowing that they've been able to beat Arsenal three one already in the season, and it just shapes as as a game that is going to be absolutely absolutely phenomenal to watch from the eye. Um, I was on a preview earlier this morning. I'm sure you saw it, Pommy, with uh, with some uh, English fans from. From Arsenal Fan TV and some Manchester United fans got involved as well, which which was good fun. I predicted an Arsenal 3-0 win, um, just to get just to be be a little bit entertaining <laughs> with regards to it. Um, I'm simmering on that expectation. I think it's going to be a really tight tussle, but uh how are you seeing this play out? It's it's, it's a tough game for both sides. Like I yep. say, I, I'm gonna go two one United. I reckon okay. Rashford Brace. Rashford Brace, because Luke Shaw will be full of confidence after pocketing Erling Haaland last week. Did he ever? Um, oh. I'll tell you what, who would have thought he was the best centre-back in the world of football? <laughs> yeah, there, there was another left-back. You might be familiar with him, Paolo, being Italian, but uh, Paolo Maldini, he was a left-back. He was converted to a centre-back. <laughs> he was, he was. I, I, I thought Luke Shaw was Paolo for a minute, Paolo Maldini. Now, now. Now, now, Paolo. <laughs> just, let's just... Let's just uh... I've got my finger over the dump button at the moment. It's hovering right over it. So you've been good up until then. You've been good up until then. But no, I understand where you're coming from. Positional changes and they're very, very similar. But uh, okay, so you think United 2-1. Well, look, uh, I've got to stick with my guns. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be a flip-flop. I said 3-0 in the morning. I'll stick, I'll stick with that as well. So uh, regardless of what happens and, and the predictions, um, it's going to be a cracking game. You're going to hear it here live on, on SEN, thanks to the audio from TalkSport. Can't wait to bring it to you. And, um, Pommy, uh, give your, give your social, socials a plug like you always do. Where can we find your work? Uh, get, get your sends on to uh, Pommy and Oz. Love it. That is 
Twitter and just about anywhere that has human beings. So Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Um, on website as well, pommyinoz.au. There is no com in there. And, uh, yeah, come and say hello. We do all sorts. AFL predominantly, but we have a sporter on other things as well. But, nah, get round in there. I am debating doing a watch-along for this Arsenal-Man United game. Okay. Um, you don't okay. often see me do watch-alongs with United <laughs> because I find it hard to edit my swear words, but <laughs> I, I may give it a fair hot crack for the people. Love it. That's the voice of Dan Williams. Pommy and Oz, find all his work, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the social feeds. Uh, pleasure doing it with you again uh, on Overnights, my friend. And, uh, well, may the best team win uh, Monday morning here, Melbourne time. It's going to be a cracker. Mate, best of luck. Thank yeah, you very not much. Not too much luck, but yeah. best of luck. <laughs> Same to you. All the best, babe. We'll chat <laughs> soon.